Property management is full of problems. And the irony here is that is exactly what a property manager's job is, to fix problems. And yet it seems solutions to the biggest problems in property management have taken longer than expected to resolve. That is until now. A prop tech company with a vision to automate all unemotive transactions in real estate is ready to solve your biggest problems. Welcome to the Property Management Podcast with That Property Mum. I'm your host, Kylie Walker. I'm a former television sports journalist and mother of four turned co-owner of a million dollar real estate brand. Each week I teach women in the property management industry all the best tips to help you balance your career and family, grow your dream business, master your fear, boost your confidence and conquer your mindset. Ready to get started? Let's dive in. Now, I've always considered myself a really good problem solver. I grew up in a family that wasn't around much physically or emotionally, and well, I just kind of had to work stuff out for myself. And that's something that I've always prided myself on. I'm a fixer. That was until I started in property management. And well, that fixing mentality, it took me to a whole new level, a super unhealthy level. I was helping everyone in my world, my kids, family, friends, my business partner, property managers, the trust accountant, my landlords and tenants. And I'm guessing you already know where this road led me to. Yep, burnout central. There's been a lot of issues in the property management industry, but in recent years, it's come down to a few key issues, according to my guest today. Lack of communication, lack of training, and too much workload. Ben Burton is the CEO and co-founder of Rental Heroes, and they've made it their mission to fix property management problems. Rental Heroes is an Australian-based prop tech focused on helping property managers to automate and reduce the manual interactions when coordinating common tenant requests, including maintenance. Episode 29 of the Property Management Podcast takes a deep dive into Alex, their AI-powered chatbot. So go back and take a listen to that episode. Now, today's conversation is all about how to find property management problems and come up with solutions to fix them. You don't need to start up your own prop tech to do this, but taking a moment to look at the problems in your business, the problems your team or your clients are facing might just make all the difference to your future success. So if you are feeling overwhelmed and stressed about all the problems you're currently facing, you'll want to take a listen to this. Ben, thank you so much for joining me on the Property Management Podcast. Now, before we dive in, can you please tell our audience a little bit about yourself and how you got started doing what you're doing now? Yes, sure. Uh, So thank you very much for having me on the show, Kylie. So uh, I'm Ben Burton. I am the uh, co-founder and uh, also the CEO of Rental Heroes. Uh, the other co-founder, by the way, uh, is my good friend of 12 years, um, Dominic Chimileski. Um, so how did we get started? So we actually got started as a bit of a side hustle, I think, as a lot of startups do. So we first, I guess, envisaged uh, you know, what is now Rental Heroes or a variation of it in about 2018. Um, and Dom and I essentially uh, spent our weekends and evenings uh, you know, working on the project. But I guess what inspired us, um, you know, way back to even start thinking about this space 
is Dom and I uh, have both worked in the telecommunications industry uh, for most of our careers before we moved into uh, the real estate and the property management space. Through that sort of experience, so this is mobile phone technology predominantly, uh, we became quite familiar with uh, communications and how people uh, migrate between channels and, and actually use digital uh, mechanisms to communicate. Um, and we also started to uh, really become aware of the opportunity um, that we saw uh, in the, particularly in the property management space. And that opportunity realization was really from from lived experience. So, you know, Dom and I, like like pretty much everyone in Australia, have rented properties before. Um, more recently, we've been landlords as well. And so we've used the services um, of, of property managers uh, across Australia. And I remember, you know, there was a sort of light bulb moment. Uh, one day I was in my uh, corporate role, um, which, which I did before moving into startup land. And there was a problem with my rental property. Um, I believe the dishwasher was broken and the property manager uh, uh, that, that, that I engaged to look after that property needed to inform me of this and have a discussion over what the next step should be. And at that point in my life, um, you know, I was, I, was, I was in a lot of meetings. I was in back-to-back -back meetings. Um, it was really hard, unfortunately, to catch me on the phone during business hours. So I spent probably three or four days uh, just trying to phone tag uh, with the property manager, um, flicking back emails uh, to try and get to the root cause of the issue. And we finally had a conversation, which was really step one in terms of getting this issue resolved uh, for the tenant in my property. And so I'm sort of sitting there in corporate working on um, digitization of communications and solutions for health insurance. There's this going on, like a lot of Australians, um, you know, I've always been passionate about real estate and property. And so Dom and myself being good mates, um, you know, we, we'd sit at the pub and we'd talk about all of the world's problems and potential solutions and you know, what maybe one day we could use our skill set to try and to try and help with, um, and and that's what inspired us. We we both felt as though we had the knowledge and the skills to use artificial intelligence, which is what the rental heroes business is, to really help digitize um, what is a very very complicated use case, property management. Um, and we saw the we saw the problem, so we came up with an idea. But the, the, the actual solution that we first envisaged to that idea in two thousand eighteen, uh, compared to sort of where we are today and, and the product that you see in the market, um, it's, it's obviously gone through a lot of iterations and it's, it's very different. Time management is precious for property managers with so many tasks to do every single day and week. Have you ever thought about how much time you waste in an average day troubleshooting annoying maintenance questions? Let me tell you, it's a lot, but there is a solution. They're called rental heroes and they are the number one natural language AI conversation platform for real estate. What does that mean? They have artificial intelligence automation that deals with all your tenant maintenance inquiry. It even logs a job in your software, all without you having to do a thing. And if you thought that was amazing, wait until you try their chatbot that collects leads on your website 24 seven. Now we all need a hero in our life, so why not make yours Alex? Mention this podcast and you'll receive your first month free. It only takes 30 minutes to set up and there are no login contracts. Head to the show notes to book yourself in. 
That is amazing. So basically the, the idea, the solution to the problem that you guys have come up with was based on your own personal experiences as a landlord. I think that's, that's, that's brilliant. So maybe talk, break down then how you got the product together a bit more. I mean, I'm really interested in the, the whole startup world and, and businesses and tech. Um, so maybe talk to us about how that, how that looked from that idea uh, to fruition and into that end product. Yeah, so I guess like a lot of startups, I think, um, we did everything wrong in the beginning. So pretty much for the first year, so while we were thankfully still working full-time, so drawing an income, uh, we we were trying to reinvent the wheel. Um, we were building a solution uh, to this problem um, that we'd identified um, without really speaking to the industry, um, we were being without really understanding, you know, the, the niche where we could play versus where other competitors are. Uh, and uh, quite frankly, it got to a point where it was becoming bigger than Ben Hur, um, and we thought we're not going to be able to fund getting this solution into the market. Uh, we've possibly gone down a rabbit warren um, that the market doesn't want. So we were starting to get a bit uneasy towards the end of 2018, just with the approach that we had taken. And I think that's because, uh, you know, both Dom and I, you know, come from corporate backgrounds, not entrepreneurship. Um, we had probably gone about building something the way corporates do, which is sort of, you know, big and all encompassing and, and, and expensive. And so we were really quite fortunate. Um, a friend of mine uh, in the startup community uh, actually alerted me to the fact that there was uh, what I now know is an accelerator program for startups. Um, and that there's an accelerator program for startups. So this is essentially a mentorship. So you do like a six month program and people that have built startups before sort of give you tips and tricks on, on how to go about it and, and, you know, get it into market and hopefully successful. And so there happened just to be a, um, a startup program um, run by a company called Blue Chili in Sydney, it was sponsored by Stockland, um, a big property group. And we thought, oh, this is exactly what we need. We knew we were stuck. We we knew we were sort of we, we were a bit directionless as to what the next step should be, and so we applied for this program. Um, and there were various sort of filters. Um, you know, they told us that you know they screened sort of four hundred people with various ideas, and and you went through all these pictures, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But long story short, is we sort of got in, and um, and of course, in hindsight, we were alerted to you know all, all of the things we were doing wrong and all of the the ways that you probably should go about building um, you know a tech startup, which, which in essence means you're starting with a very very little amount of funds, and you need to 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 keep funding that to to, to get the product to maturity. And in essence, the the bottom line is we learned that we had to find, you know, what you call your minimum viable product. And so out of all of the opportunities uh, that, that we saw um, in terms of how we could support the property management industry with technology, we had to go through a process of, of working out, you know, where we should start um, rather than trying to do it all at once and then just sort of dumping this into the market. And so what we actually did is we, we paused and then we stepped back and we did 100 interviews. So um, over a two week period, we went out there and we just, because we're not from, we weren't originally from real estate. We, we worked through our network, anyone we could possibly find who was either a landlord, um, a tenant um, or a property manager and a few trades as well. 
and we put together a, a, an interview script and we essentially just asked open-ended questions to really try and understand what the root cause of day-to-day um, -day challenges are within their roles or, or where are the bottlenecks in, in your roles. And we, we got some huge insights out of that. Um, you know, what came back on the property management personas um, and, and just just by coincidence, it's not coincidence because we were doing lots of things, but communications came out as the absolute number one pain point for property managers, poor communications. Now, this was iterated in, in various um, ways of saying that, but the root cause was communication flows. There's SMSs, there's emails, there's phone calls, it's all there's CRMs, it's all coming at you. Um, it's hard. Second, um, out of all of these interviews was poor um, IT systems and poor processes. And we, we sort of had a sense of this because we had worked in, I guess, um, industries um, for that from a digital point of view um, were more progressed than real estate. We sort of had a, an inkling that this was true. Um, and then workload, time constraints, um, and then training actually came out as the fourth um, you know, biggest pain point. Um, just a, a lot of property managers particularly junior ones, felt out of the, out of depth and, and that they weren't getting the right support mechanisms um, at the right time in their role. So we sort of put all of this together and that's where you start to sort of ideate, you know, what the solution may look like to address this. And for us, um, it was, this thing has to be super, so we have to solve communications, number one, because that's the biggest pain point. But if we can find a solution that solves communications, but then also helps with the fact that junior PMs may need a little bit of training and, and we need to relieve people's workload and all those sorts of other points, we thought we'd be on the money. So we thought um, conversational AI, like conversational AI um, took a giant leap in about 2018, just off the back of advances um, in computer processing capability and, and therefore the, the software that can be built on top of that. So the timing was absolutely right in terms of the, the simplicity of conversational AI. Um, and the market was also pretty clear in terms of um, a competitive space to, to play. So the idea of a chatbot that's um, natural language where you can go in and you can just articulate an issue the way you normally would um, and have a digital response to that specific line of inquiry, um, that became the, the solution set that, that we wanted to work towards. But there are a couple of other steps that we had to take before we, um, before we were confident enough to, to, I guess, put two feet in, um, quit our jobs and, and get behind that solution. Property inspections, entries, exits, incomings, outgoings, routine inspections, whatever you call them, you have to do them. And I remember when I first started as a property manager, you had to handwrite the reports and take notes on a digital camera, then upload the photo memory card to your computer and hope and pray that they weren't all blurry or your computer had enough memory to store them. But gone are those days. Thanks to Inspection Express. Now, Inspection Express is not only the number one tool used by leading property managers across Australia and New Zealand, but the leader in groundbreaking new tech in the industry with the launch of 360 degree virtual tours. Now, Virtual Tours is upping the ante, giving landlords, owners and directors unparalleled 360-degree virtual access to their properties. So head to the link in the show notes to book in your free demo with Inspection Express. 
That's an amazing story. Uh, and you've hit the nail on the head there with those solutions. I was actually going to ask and interrupt you to ask, did you interview, did you speak to the, the, the industry? Um, because obviously, you know, coming up with solutions to problems, you need to know, identify the problems first. So, uh, and they are, in my personal experience, the same exact same issues that every um, property manager or business owner that I now coach uh, is having in their businesses as well. So, uh, and obviously I, um, use rental heroes inside my own business as well so it's um has been a, definitely a game changer and on top of that maintenance is one of the biggest issues as well um, i mean property managers aren't um tradespeople landlords mm. aren't tradespeople uh, tenants aren't trans tradespeople so it does cause uh, a lot of conflict within um, businesses and we did do an interview with Leanne recently on the exact breakdown of how Rental Heroes works and Alex works your AI chatbot. Um, so if you want to go back and listen to that episode, jump on in and take a listen to that. Uh, now, what other solution or problems um, or solutions are you guys working on? Is there anything that you can sort of share with us? Uh, let us know what might be in the pipeline for you guys. Yeah, look, absolutely. So I guess without going into what the product does, um, because as you mentioned, Leanne already has. Look, our, our vision, um, sorry, I'll step it back one, one step further. Uh, when, you're, when you're building a business, you, you sort of have to also choose the, obviously the market that you play in. So along with finding the opportunity, uh, when we were starting Rental Heroes, I guess we had um, you know, two options of how we position. Uh, are you going to be a disruptor, disrupt, disruptor to the industry? I'm sorry, um, or are you going to actually support the industry? Um, and so, digital disruptors are, for example, um, you know, entirely end-to-end -end digital solutions that perhaps don't do as good a job, but provide a lower cost option to um, a more human-based service. Now, um, I've been our a few of those that have failed that. In the, yeah, yeah. in the real estate industry. <laughs> they yeah. have, and I'm, I'm deliberately not mentioning them, yeah. um, but, but they have. So we made the decision that we wanted to support the industry. And the reason for that is because we, as you know, philosophically, we strongly believe that real estate is one of those industries, and, and not all industries have this requirement, um, where human interaction will always exist. And we all know this, but this is simply because property transactions, renting and, um, and on the sales side, it's a highly, highly personal decision because it's your home and your home matters. So there's always going to be people that are involved in helping uh, their, their customers feel more comfortable um, with these massive life-changing transactions that are going on. And so we've, we've right from the beginning said, no, 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 we need to support the industry to move into a more digital world um, rather than rather than disrupting it like others have tried to do. So that was sort of step one. Um, so, but once we sort of had that, that clarity, um, so our vision as a company is to automate um, unemotive transactions in real estate. So um, unemotive means those transactions where the human touch is not needed um, in these really important transactions and maintenance is, is, is a good example. Sometimes it is, of course it is, but a lot of maintenance is sort of low level transactional, um, quite repetitive in, in how it's diagnosed and all of that sort of stuff. Um, so in terms of where we're going as a business, um, you know, given our vision is to automate unemotive transactions, 
Um, we've already launched, so we started off in property management. That's why we're called Rental Heroes. And we started off building Alex for tenants because it's the hardest use case for AI because there's the most permutations of things that can go wrong. So we thought if we can nail this property management piece, it's hugely valuable because of the, the reasons that we mentioned earlier and the research, et cetera. So, so we think there's a market for that in itself. Um, but we also think because it's the hardest thing to do, that puts us in a really good position to then look to um, automate using uh, advanced AI, other low level transactions that come in uh, potentially from other channels as well. So um, already, in, already in market now, um, we launched it a few months ago. Um, we have the most advanced uh, website chatbot in real estate in Australia, in New Zealand, in the UK, potentially the US. So our product has now evolved where you can actually go on to a real estate website. There'll be a little chat bubble on the bottom right-hand side. And through our conversation, we're going to identify your persona. So we're going to know whether you're a buyer, a potential seller, um, a potential investor or a tenant, of course. Um, and we're going to serve up um, actionable outcomes for all of those persona types. So you know, what, what that practically means is you can actually with this new product, you can actually go onto a website, for example, and um, a little um, real estate in Melbourne is a good example. Jealous Craig is another good example um, of big uh, brand, big um, uh, corporations that have rolled out our technology. You can now go on and just if you if you've just come home from work and you've taken your dog for a walk around the block um, and you've seen a real estate board, you can go on and say. I walked my dog past Mason Street. Um, it looks really interesting. Um, does it have a laundry? And what the AI will do is it will actually look that up within the listings uploading uploader. Um, so we now integrate with sales CRMs like Rex and Agent Box. We integrate with Inspector Real Estate. We can actually return the exact answer to that question. Yes, it does have a laundry. Or when is the next open inspection? Even if you don't put the number of the street in for, for Mason Street, it'll return that. So what we're actually doing, if you want to see a floor plan, it will present a floor plan, photos, et cetera, within the chat experience. So we're now not just um, capturing using websites to capture leads. We're actually empowering agent websites to be a 24-7 nurture mechanism as well. So of course, it's not going to be the same as talking to a human and we provide contact details for the relevant salespeople and we capture the leads and send them through via their CRMs and all of that stuff that should happen. But the real difference is by the time um, a lead gets through to some of these other persona groups, so um, business development managers and sales and leasing managers, that prospect has already had a conversation and the salesperson knows what that conversation is. So it's a nurtured, warm lead. And the great thing is if a tenant goes onto a website, you know, they can also, of course, still get through to um, the experience um, that we've created, uh, which is Alex for tenants. So that deals with maintenance processes. You know, I want to have a pet, all those sorts of things. And we integrate with the property management CRMs. So without, sorry, I'm, I'm, I know I'm over talking, but um, in summary, what we're trying to do is we're trying to expand out in terms of the, um, the customer set, because real estate has a, a complicated sort of stakeholder customer set in terms of who we service. Um, and we're also um, making the chatbot smarter by therefore widening um, the backend integrations uh, that we have into the various other prop techs within uh, the ecosystem. Um, so portals, uh, listings, uploaders, maintenance workflow, CRMs, uh, uh, applications, et cetera. 
and then of course the sort of third piece of that development is um, is the is the, the core AI system that then supports all of those channels um, and then all of those persona groups as, as well. That's amazing. You got a busy twenty twenty three coming up by the sounds of it. It is a very busy twenty twenty three, a very exciting um, twenty twenty three. Um, I mean, from us as founders, um, you know, we feel we, we, we finally feel as though we've, we've got a really hot team um, and you've, you've had the pleasure of meeting um, Leanne from our team. Like these guys are passionate, they're invested in the business, um, they're the best at what they do, um, whether that's on the IT side or customer success or sales um, and the various other bits that make a business work. Um, but we feel confident. We feel like, um, you know, we're very fortunate to have built a good team and, and everyone's really vested. And, and you know, we've, we're starting to really, I guess, through being so focused on, on you know, the end user um, and really passionate about the product itself and, and narrowing ourselves into focus on, on something that we know we can do well. Um, you know, we're, we're, starting to, we're starting to really get um, huge amounts of advocacy from the market. And that's, um, and that's really exciting for us. I mean, simple metrics like um, how many of your sales come through, you know, outbound type um, marketing versus inbound, so referrals and um, and the like. Um, you know, they they sort of as a founder give you a pulse for how your business is going, and and we're really excited to sort of see a a, a big shift um, from really outbound sales to now people that are chatting to other people that are using Rental Heroes and, and it becoming inbound. So we feel as though, look, we feel as though we're we're adding value. Um, to not just our customers, um, but also all of the, the users um, of this technology within the real estate ecosystem. And, and that makes us that makes us feel happy because um, these, these sort of transactions just don't need to be hard. Um, the whole idea is just to create a seamless experience that you know, independently just makes it easier for tenants or sellers or buyers or prospects, um, but also for the, for the real estate professionals that sit behind the scenes. If you are anything like me, you think you know your rent roll numbers. Well, I thought I did until I had a rent roll health check and I was quite literally shocked. The money I was leaving on the table was astounding and this is not something that I'm proud to admit. There were mismanagement fees, let fees, advertising and lease renewal fees not being charged and properties even without bonds. And all of this was happening despite monthly audits being conducted in my business. So how did I uncover all these gaps in my valuable income? Well, I had a rent roll due diligence from my good friend Tazi, aka the Rent Roll Queen and founder of the Tazi Way, a specialist in rent roll due diligence, business valuation and management rights. The Tazi Way is the innovative force driving the real estate industry. With 25 years of business and real estate acumen, they find gaps and risks in your agency to find undiscovered value. If you'd like to book your business in for a rent roll due diligence, head to the link in the show notes and mention That Property Mum for a 10% discount. I think it's fantastic what you guys are doing and it's great that you've got the community. I mean, without the industry support, um, you're not going to ever have success with your product. So that that it's got to be that sort of two-way street, hasn't it? Uh, and the other big problem that I see that you've solved as well is with the new um, product, the chatbot on the website, because uh, I'm, I'm using that inside my own business as well, is it's a time saver as well. You, you're getting those qualified leads coming through. You're not dealing with 
you know, some leads, some conversations that can be just covered in the chat. Uh, even though I get frustrated when I do jump onto a website and I can't get to my problem being solved. Uh, but it, it is it is a time saver when you're in the business and you are able to focus then on your actually closing those deals or closing those leads. Um, you're not distracted and missing calls because you're dealing with other um, problems that uh, you probably don't really need to be dealing with. Um, so I think it's, it's, it's fantastic. And property management, there is so many problems and it's taken us a long time, I think longer than a lot of other industries in my opinion, to find these solutions. Um, do, do you have any reasons why you think that, that it take, takes us so long in property management to come up with these solutions? Yeah, look, it's so one of one of the jobs I did before um, Rental Heroes was I was working for uh, for a big health insurer, Booper Health Insurance, and health insurance is sort of you know another industry vertical that's just hugely complicated. Like there's so many different I won't bore you, but there's so many different surgical codes and ancillary codes, and it's the nature of the industry. Like it, you know, it's a human body. There's so many things that can go wrong, and that sort of translates into how insurance works. And there's just a huge amount of inherent complexity. I sort of think property management's the same. Like, I mean, you're dealing with 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 big physical assets at different ages and you know, ultimately it's what you're doing and things are going to go wrong and there's no sort of cookie cutter approach to how you build a unit or apartment and regulations change over time. And there's, there's inherent legacy complexity. Um, and so that's, that's, I think, why property management um, jobs are so hard and I don't think that's ever going to change. I think that um, technologies like ours can take away a lot of the stuff that, you know, that when the tech gets smart enough to, to handle it, but then there's always going to be, um, you know, people that want to, to, to renovate their house or asbestos or some sort of craziness that, that requires, um, you know, quite a niche, you know, skill set. Um, so digitization has just been slower. I mean, if you look at a, um, you know, industries are digitised very quickly. So, you know, the, the buy and sell of airline tickets and, you know, the booking of accommodation and, you know, the, the use case is quite defined. Like it's 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 a narrow use case. So therefore the technology is quite um, you know, standardised in terms of making that work. In property management, because it is so complicated and there's just so many different pathways of what that outcome should be, sort of traditional, you know, you know, buttons on websites and portals and whatever. Um, my personal view, obviously, that's because we built rental heroes, is they don't work so well because um, it's it's not a can it's normally not a canned um, you know issue that you have. There's just so many different permutations. So that's where you sort of need it. That's a good great use case um, for an AI. Um, and then AI is you know hard to do and it's sort of expensive to develop. Um, and so, therefore, I, I just think it's taken longer. Um, is the is the sort of long answer? Yeah. No, that's that's brilliant. Um, I love personal development, uh, and I'm assuming you may do as well. Um, can you? tell, I'm only assuming. I'm not sure. Um, have you got anything you can share with our audience today? A book, podcast, um, some sort of tool or resource um, that you could recommend? Yeah, I was thinking about this and I don't want to bang on too long. Um, but I, I sort of feel very strongly that uh, there's a couple of things with personal development and that, that I've found in my career. Um, so one is I feel as though you need to own your own personal development. 
Um, in my own career, as I've sort of you know worked up from junior roles to more senior roles, you know, in my peer cohort, there's sort of there's a group of people that you know say, oh, I want more courses and I want all of this sort of stuff, um, and you know they expect it to be delivered to them. And there's a group of people um, that I think step up and sort of look at, you know, what am I, where are my weaknesses? Is, you know, am I fearful for picking up the phone and having a conversation? Or am I really struggling with how to how to navigate you know, all of the, the technology that I'm using? Like what is it that, that um, you know, that is your personal weakness and be aware of it. And I think once you've got that realisation of, of what your weaknesses are and also what your strengths are, you can really start to, to steer your own ship and, and that sort of leads into my second thought, which is, you know, when if you've got a team of people that have that mindset, um, I think the best training is on the job training. So I've always sort of thought when I've managed teams that even if you're in an operational role, uh, only 80% of that role should be operational and you should also have 20% of project work. So I always think that people in a business should be doing their day job but they also should be working on um, other projects. So that may be implementing a new system or technology, for example. It might be reviewing processes. But I think by you know, sort of elevating yourself to actually understand that, hey, some of this stuff's actually quite hard to fix and associating yourself with people that perhaps have fixed these things before or know the, the frameworks to use to fix it, I think that learning curve is huge. So, you know, in summary, my sort of view on personal development is it starts with you, work out where your strengths and weaknesses are and what you like doing. Push your bosses. Don't don't think of it as extra work. Um, like you've got to be realistic. You've got to get your day job done. So sometimes it may not be 20% a week. It might be 5%. Another week it may be 30%. But put your hand up. Get involved in projects that are going to stretch you and where there's other people on that project that know how to do it and you're going to learn an absolute heap. And I think that once you've started associating yourself with projects and doing it well, then you're going to be led into the next project. Um, and then the, the, your skill set widens, promotion opportunities widen, um, and you're ultimately going to you know, feel more satisfied at work. Um, that's my two cents, Kylie, on, on personal development. I'm not saying I'm against podcasts and books and reading. That's all really important. But I actually think um, you know, that the primary piece is, is it starts with you. Oh, I totally agree with that. Absolutely personal development, any growth, improving, uh, you know, achieving what you want to achieve, you know, branching off into new business, starting a business, to, it all it all starts with you and identifying what you really want to do, what, what you are good at, what you're not so good at, and fixing and growing those things. So totally agree with you there. Um, how can our audience connect with you further? Obviously, we'd love to love to chat more with anyone who's interested. Um, either that, that, that may be people you know, wanting to, to move into entrepreneurship or potential customers, or even if you like the sound of rental heroes, um, you know, from a from a career point of view, would love to connect. Um, look, the, I'll send my details, but the best way to, to contact me is, is just hit me up on my phone or email. My phone number is 0407 867 042. Email is ben I will share all of your details in the show notes as well. Ben, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I'm really grateful to meet you and have a great conversation with you. Thanks so much, Kylie. It's been fun. There's been so much talk of stress, overwhelm and burnout in property management lately. Do you want to know how I overcame all of that? Yes, I hit rock bottom multiple times, but I got myself a virtual assistant. Actually, not just one, 
but three. But I didn't just get any VA, I got a PMVA. What are they? Well, they are the most well-trained in the business. And not only that, you also have a backup VA. So that essentially, your business is never without admin support ever again. And my health, time and business has never looked back. Your PMVA can take care of tasks like rent arrears, lease preparation and renewals, maintenance follow-up, routine inspection bookings, data entry, audits, prospecting, inbox management, and so much more. And the best part of implementing a PMVA in my business was that it freed up my time and my team's time to take care of important things like customer service. What makes me feel so safe is that PMVA is owned by Tiffany Botel, both here and in the Philippines, making my data secure and giving me more control over the VA arrangement. So head to the link in the show notes to book in your discovery call with Lady Boss Tiff. Can I ask you a quick favour before you leave this episode? Now we all know how important reviews are for businesses these days and mine is no different. If you could spare just a minute to follow, rate and review this podcast, it would mean a lot to me. In fact, what would get me super excited is if you share this podcast with someone in the industry who you think might need to hear some of the episodes right now. And if you'd like to find out more about working with me or any of the products I have to help you start, grow or scale your property management business, head to my website, thatpropertymum.com.au or check out the links in the show notes.